The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. Ten randomly selected questions. One person's reputation on the line. This is... Trampled Bet Versus. The Lockdown Football Quiz with John Walker. Today's competitor is... Mark Farquhar, Behind the Noise Podcast. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, Mark. So you you were a you were a late addition. You're like the the Euro '92 Denmark. Uh, <laughs> Ant McGinley. Ant McGinley's no stopped. I was trying to get Ant to commit to a time yesterday, and he's like, "Do you want more people to do it?" And I was saying to, I think I done ten yesterday, and I was actually saying to the last guy. Um, Martin Melly for the Celtic podcast. It's like it's actually been really nice <laughs> seeing different people and talking to different people instead of yeah. the same five faces on about ten pub quizzes a week I'm doing with my pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark, do you want to tell us a wee bit about the podcast that you regularly do? Yeah, behind the noise, uh, I talk to various people from the music industry and the entertainment industry. So one week it could be a band or an artist, and then the next week it could be a comedian or actor or an author. And I have a studio up here down here in Cumbria where people come to me. So yeah, I've been doing that about three years now. So really enjoying it. Who are some of the guests that people can listen to? Because obviously now I'm going to have to deep dive into this and start. start uh, well, I've, them. I've had your friend Ant McGinley on. Right, he okay. travelled up, came because I, I do it in studio, so it's face to face. So people come to me, so it's really cool. I've had people from the BBC, uh, Glastonbury Festival, people from people who work in companies in the industry you don't normally hear from, like the PRS or you know ticket companies. I, 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 I talk to people who work behind the scenes as well as people who work in front of the cameras. If you know what I mean, talk to everyone. Uh, what comedians have you had on? I've had some. Mainly, I've only just started having comedians on, but I've had Manchester comedians on. Uh, Eddie Hurst was the one I had recently. That's a, that was a funny episode. That's worth checking out. They're all I filmed them all as well. They're all on YouTube. And you were saying that you're about to launch something else to pass the time involving FIFA. <laughs> yeah, side a side project because obviously we've all got more time than we we had. So you have these ideas. And you think, should I, should I, should, is it worth it? But uh, this one seems to be working. Uh, it's called Behind the Ball. So basically, myself, who was a Newcastle fan. Uh, I will invite a guest who supports another team and I will create that match of our teams in FIFA 20 and we won't play it. I'll just set FIFA to start and just play the game out in front of us and <laughs> we won't know the score and we'll just react live to it. So that's the closest you're going to get today is cause, since there's no real football. So just an idea of how it's, it's, it's been really fun so far. And where will folk be able to find that? Watch the YouTube channel. It'll be on Behind the Noise. So I'll, be, I'll, I'll just put those videos up on my, 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 my main podcast channel. So Behind the Noise. Just search for Behind the Noise podcast and you shall find. And is there a way specifically people can enter their teams to get a game against you? Uh, yeah, you can email me, podcast.behindthenoise.net, if you want to take part in that, and I can, I'll, and I will set it up. Excellent, excellent. So you're a Newcastle fan. I am. How, born and bred. What are your thoughts on the... Is it still a rumoured takeover? I'm trying to keep away from football news. It's, it's definitely happening. Uh, waiting for the uh, Premier League checks. I'm 
I want it to happen because I can't stand Mike Ashley. I just want him. I just want him gone. <laughs> but there are some question marks over the uh, human rights ethics of the, the <laughs> Saudi Arabian group. But I mean, there was the same sort of thing when when the Man City one happened, but and that went through. So I don't know. What, I don't know what's real. I don't know if these people have just got vendettas against them who just don't want it to go through, or if people just don't want more big conglomerates in the Premier League because they think it's all about money. I don't know what to believe. Yeah, it's a, it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really hard-weighted argument as you get human rights or do you want Mike Ashley still involved in football? <laughs> 13 years of misery. Absolute misery. Well, he dipped his toe. I'm, I'm a Rangers fan. He dipped his toe, obviously, in Rangers. Is he still but got Rangers? Part of Rangers. He still, he still owns a massive part of the merchandise deal. Right. So I see, it's all about business with him, not about football. Yeah, so a large part of the, a large part of the Rangers problem was when he was involved, I think the club were getting like three pence per pound for every kit they sold. Right. So when Rangers fans found that out, nobody bought the kits. Right. But, but Mike Ashley's just refused point blank until the last kit deal to give up. Like I think he went down to seventy five twenty five because he realised he was getting three pence, ninety seven pence, and nothing. Unbelievable. I don't Nothing's think he realised how man. stubborn Glaswegians could be. <laughs> Love it. Um, so what, what do you think is going to happen then? I've, I, I, I keeps going back and forth. Would you be quite happy for the season just to be cold as is? Well, as far as we're concerned, it makes no difference. We ain't going up. We ain't going down. So just, it, but it's a shame. Like Liverpool have done quite well. They deserve to win it. But at the same time, there's like loads of relegations that are quite finely balanced. So there's a lot to play for. So I hope, I'm hoping, I've heard that they're going to, in June or something, they might just get all the teams to separate locations, one in the South, one in the Midlands, just get half half the teams to go to each, just play the games out over a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of games a day, and just get the season done. So yeah. I'd, I'd be happy with that. I mean, I've seen I've seen that people are saying, saying this, but I can't think of a time. I know footballers will be doing their own things at home. I cannot think of a time like football's pre-seasons are normally two weeks off and then they're straight yeah. back into some sort of training programme mm. I, I read Wayne Rooney's, uh, Wayne Rooney's book where he said even on his two week holiday after the season he was still on a treadmill for an hour a day yeah I he think the professionals the ones, who, the ones who are truly dedicated won't, wouldn't allow themselves to like get unfit at all really they've just got to keep going I think I, I think that if it's to be fair they should just have the first game with no training session though <laughs> Just see, just see how 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 six weeks off can really, really reduce a Premier League footballer. Yeah, before they've had a chance to like lose any weight or yeah, <laughs> get I, I, the I alcohol follow, out of the system. I follow Arsenal, and I, I would love to see Granite Shaka without having touched a football for seven weeks. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting. They almost come down to like mortals again, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be honest, I, I don't hold Granite Shaka in that high esteem, so it's all right. Okay. <laughs> um, so. Again, thank you for joining the quiz. So, no worries. Um, so what I'd done was I took four categories, which are World Cups, European Championships, um, European Cup competitions, and British football. I just wrote 25 questions out for each, and I've muddled the order every time somebody's been on, so it's changed it around. And all your mm-hmm. job is is to go through and select number one to ten as you go, uh, one to hundred, right. sorry, as you go until you've got ten questions, and you've got a yep. mark out of ten, and then there'll be a tiebreaker at the end. I will right. say nobody's got zero yet, and nobody's got ten. <laughs> That's all I'll say just now. Okay. So, to note these down. And it's really funny. Like, I know the odds aren't very high for every question to get brought out, but there's been, I think this year, the 11th on, and there have been easily a question that's appeared eight times in one. In one. Ah, right, yeah. So, it's really, yeah. really bizarre that 
that there's questions that I've took my time to pick out that I haven't even been touched yet. <laughs> so if Hopefully you can, I can pick a few of them out. Yeah. I, it's also the thing is that there's so many entwined questions whereby there's maybe a question somewhere else that would answer it. So I have to watch how I chat once you've answered the question because I'll give you the answer as soon as you've given me your, your decided answer. Right. Right. So what is your first number? Uh, 10. Which manager led Chelsea to the Europa League triumph in 2013? Europa League triumph in 2013. I can't even think. So the final against Benfica, they won 2-1, and I think it was in the Amsterdam Arena. No, I'm going to pass. pass. It was Rafa Benitez. Rafa Benitez. See, I should have known that. You should have known that. It wasn't there very long, though, was he? No, he was sacked. He was sacked like the week after. They hate. They, <laughs> they they despise them. They despise them so much that even European success, getting them back in the Champions League, meant nothing to them. Oh God, he'd be set up for life if he did that at Newcastle. <laughs> at any trophy? Yeah, anything. Um, number two. What? Pick another number. Yeah. Uh, ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. And in, in 98. Which teams won the English Premier League and the Scottish Premier League? Half a point for each. So that's 97-98. I say Arsenal and Rangers. It was Arsenal and Celtic. Oh, I knew it was going to be one of them. <laughs> but you're off the mark. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's, it's one for, it's interesting, it's one that I think most English people remember, the English team. In Scot- up, anyone up in Scotland will definitely remember because it was Rangers being stopped um, for 10 in a row. Mm, yeah. So, what is your third number? Uh, 50. 50 or 15? 55 all. Who lifted the Champions League for Inter Milan as captain in 2010? Was it... Was it Kaká? Inter Milan? Oh, Inter Milan. Ooh. So, Mourinho was the manager. They won, I think it was 2-0. They beat Bayern Munich in the Bernabeu. Who's captain? No, I'm going to pass. Javier Zanetti. Hmm. So it's still on half for free. I, I think I, I think I let on two is the number to beat for the lowest. Okay, that's my, my target then. My co-host got two. <laughs> right. So, it, so as long as everyone can get higher than my co-host, <laughs> I will be delighted. Okay. <laughs> right, number nine. Number nine. Shira. <laughs> um, Barcelona beat who? 1-0 at Wembley in 1992. To become kings of Europe. 92. Wow, that's going back. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Liverpool. It was Sampdoria. Sampdoria. A Ronald Koeman extra time free kick. It's probably a goal you've seen mm. several times. Yeah, I, I probably will have. Um, so, half out of four. Number five. Uh, number five. Which team competed in the 2006 Scottish Cup final despite previously having played in the English non-leagues? Wow. Um, I'll just go Rangers and Celtic. It was Gretna. Gretna had played in the English non-leagues up to 1999, then in 2001, I think it was, transferred into our lower league and won, right. every, won every division on the way to the Premier League and got their way to a Scottish Cup final where they beat off Hearts on penalties. Impressive. And then they folded a year later. <laughs> it didn't make much difference yeah they, they had a millionaire backer uh, I think Niles Brooks or something it might have been and um, uh, yeah I think they might have even got into Europe that year because 
Hearts were already in the Champions League and they beat them in the cup final. Right. I think they may have gotten a Europe and then the money, the guy pulled out his money <laughs> and they just was like, all right, this is a team that should have been in the English non-league. <laughs> that was their lifeline. Yeah, you, you, you were the one keeping the lights on. <laughs> so I'm doing well so far, really well, half a point. That's, yeah, that's you, need, on. you need to get two out of here or one and a half from somewhere. <laughs> uh, number 12. Which player has scored the most SPL goals in a single season? Which player has scored the most goals in an individual Scottish Football League season? One player. I don't know, but I'm going to guess Henrik Larsson. That is correct. Boom! <laughs> Henrik Larsson broke the record. He scored, I think it was 41 SPL goals. But yeah, 50, 50 I do remember goals that. For the full season. He was banging them in for fun. <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Much to your begrud- disappointment. Begrudgingly one, of the, begrudgingly one of the best players the league's had, and now it's... Yeah. <laughs> now you look around the leagues and you go, oh, wasn't it that bad, was it? <laughs> Number seven. Yeah, number seven. Number seven, right, okay. Right, so this is the knowledge one. Which manager was due to take take Scotland to the 1958 World Cup? 1958 World Cup, but had to withdraw due to illness. Is this not multiple choice? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, I'm going to pass because I wouldn't even be able to name one. <laughs> Sir Matt Busby. Okay, right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, what's your eighth number? Uh, number 20. Aguero famously scored that goal to win Man City's first ever title in injury time in 2011. Who set the goal up? Oh, it says it in the commentary as well. Yep. I think. <laughs> David Silva? It was Balotelli. <sighs> He's a wee toe poke. He over, he yeah, that was it. He's got a vital touch, didn't he? Yeah, he gets a wee toe poke off Aguero for the one too. Um, Balls. Um, what's your next number? There are about seven Newcastle questions amongst this, by the way. <laughs> I, won't, I, bet, I bet I don't pick any of them. <laughs> um, let's go 75. Keeps freezing. Ah, there we go. What was the score between Juventus and AC Milan at Old Trafford in the 2003 Champions League final after 90 minutes? I'm going to say 2 all. It was 0-0. 0-0. One of the worst Champions League finals <laughs> ever. I was hoping it wasn't going to be that one. That was the one where... The penalty shootout, Dida kept coming off his line to a bit. Oh, yeah. Hard box. Uh, next number, 99. 99. Oh, you get one of the Newcastle questions, but That's listen to it clearly because it takes a twist. Okay. Newcastle, Newcastle versus Aston Villa in 2005. Lee Boyer and Kieran Dyer were sent off for fighting each other. Who was the Newcastle manager that day? It was Graham Souness. It was indeed. And he absolutely laid into them after after the game, I remember. So what was your final score there? Two and a half, is it? Two and a half, yes. Like, that's all we needed. Yes. That's, that's, not last. You're not getting in the European spots, but you... No. I'm not getting relegated. <laughs> um, what else have you got planned then over the next couple of weeks? I'm just I'm doing more of the behind the balls. I'm just trying to get as many people on and um, just experimenting with the whole, the whole setup of it. Because I can have... The, the game on the main screen and I can have us two in the bottom corner so you can see us reacting to it live as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to go and immediately email you and put Rangers forward then because that's... that's Yeah, do it. Do it. Newcastle v Rangers. It's only yeah. happened in friendlies, I think. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a game friendlies. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely be up for that. Right, cool. I'll do that. Um, Mark, thanks very much for joining us. Um, Thank you very much. Right, thanks very much. Have a nice day. Take care, man. See you yeah, later. Bye. Bye. This podcast was written and produced by John Walker and Gary Black. For more of our podcast, please visit trampledbet.com.
Sports Social Podcast Network.